1: What's going on, everybody? You know, I kind of hate the way I open up the show. It's always bland, but it's never bland when you guys lend us your ears and listen to Locked On Texans Podcast of part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find us on all of the major platforms for podcasts, Google and Apple Podcasts. Check those out in your phone store, Spotify, Megaphone, and Stitcher. I'm always here because I'm John, Self Sports Guy Hickman, and across from me today, every day. Cody Davis, and as always,
0: if you're looking for a place to bet, please use MyBookie. MyBookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet with the best at MyBookie. Visit MyBookie.ag today. Use promo code LOCKEDON to activate your offer
1: John, what we got in store for our listeners today? Well, you know, another big show. We had Locked Over Crossover, Crossover Wednesdays yesterday on Wednesday, So that was fun. Oh, most definitely. That was boy fun. Boy Q. Your boy Q. My boy. Everybody's boy Q. Today we're going to have Bill Williamson, analyst for the Oakland Raider. It's just Oakland week. Yeah,
0: it's just
1: Oakland. I love Oakland. Oakland. Oh, let's go to the Bay and hyphy. Do they still hype in the Bay out there and Ghost Ride the Whip?
0: Boom. <laughs> it just say, like, you girl. know. So many of the Oakland analysts just wanna just be part of the show. I don't know if it's because of the trade or what.
1: I don't know, but uh the trade and the game really puts us in line to have a couple of hosts. Like mm-hmm. that's back-to-back big news. You get traded to the team from the team you're about to go play Sunday. That is crazy. So we definitely have a guest on, Bill Williamson, and uh that's gonna be fun. Of course, some more news that dropped today. Jonathan Joseph feels like he's right back on track to get back and he wants to play Sunday, Cody.
0: Yeah, um that's always good news to hear, but at the end of the day, even if he does play Sunday, there's a possibility he's not going to be 100%. Now granted, this is not the team that that has somebody like TY Hilton. I mean, the the Raiders secondary are not that great, and um if he wants to go come out and test his injury, this would be the this would be the perfect game to do it.
1: Most definitely, and I hate talking about NFL teams, especially a team built like Oakland. Who I give them praise when well, I tell them. But I think they are very tough, but well, it is what it is. But
0: honestly, I mean, come on, now. I mean, the biggest off-season signing in, well, off-season trade, and I don't know how many years. Basically, just told them I don't want to play for you guys. You know, and I'm talking about the Antonio Brown situation. So it's like you know they're just trying to pick up the pieces and just do what's best. So it's like. I kind of feel for them in a way because it's like, you know, I don't want to say they're not talented, but it's just the fact that, you know, they built a team thinking they're going to have this guy who was on track of a Hall of Fame career. Now it's like, you know, you don't have that guy, you know, so oh, yeah. how can you pick up oh, the yeah. pieces? So, you know, that's no shot against Oakland, but that's just the reality of the situation.
1: Yeah, and you know what? Uh, I want to mention the fact that, you know, we know about the issues with Jonathan Joseph before we move on. And that really prompted us. Joseph was out, Roby out, Gaines goes out. We had to go make the trade for Gary Conley. And I will say that it seems like he's going to come from a situation where he just wasn't wanted anymore. Rightfully so, after that game Sunday, with, you know, Q put it the best. I don't know how many times I saw the back of his jersey, <laughs> you know, but he's now going to come to a situation where A, we need you. And those opportunities will be there Sunday. You know, Bill O'Brien was asked about uh, will he give Gary on more opportunity to play in this game Sunday. O'Brien went on to say, I think he'll definitely have a chance to play in this game relatively, relatively, relative knowing the Raiders. Obviously, he just came from there. He's got really good knowledge of them, so you definitely want to utilize that, of course. And then he also went on to say, at the end of the day, it really has to do with the game plans and the teams. It's not really about one guy's knowledge of another team. It's just about the game plan, how the players play, how the coaches coach. So that was one, one of those Bill O'Brien quotes that's you know, he's saying a lot without saying nothing. I think he will play. And looking at what's going on with the Jonathan Joseph situation, along with... Roby, along with Gibson, along with Gangs. him being back on track does not mean rush to the line. If you need more time, I would rather have Jonathan Joseph when it gets cold cold, because mm-hmm. that is where you need tackling, defense, and veteran leadership. It's all fun and games right now. It's cute. It's cute football. The sun is still poking out. I don't want you to rush to get back just for the sake of it. We need for you to be on the downfield for the rest of the year when you come back and not re-injuring the issues you already have. Yeah, most definitely.
0: And then hopefully, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to see Gary on, on Sunday. I mean, hey, what better way to make your debut against your former team? It's not a good secondary. You know he's going to come in with a chip on his shoulder, so why not make it against your former team and make a good impression on a team that's not really good on the other side of the ball?
1: Yeah, it's a win-win, I think, for everybody in this situation. Oakland, you got rid of a guy you didn't want, and you got a third-round pick out of him. Houston, you got a guy that you needed. And it seems like you really do like, uh, and again, going back to Bill O'Brien, and he was asked about just being able to bring in a young, talented player into an experienced secondary with guys like quarterback Jonathan Joseph, who is out, but of course we know his hands would be all across the board when bringing him along. And O'Brien just wanted to say that he's still a young player. I think he's 24 years old. He's under contract for a couple of years. So I think we've still got some time and a young player there that can develop, and he's still improving. Anytime you come into a room, like you said, Jonathan Joseph, the guys in that room at the position, they can help. He can help. So I'm, I'm excited to see
2: everything he can do. What's going on, everybody?
1: Locked on Texans, of course, you know we have to get back to the guest that we have on today's show. Definitely can't wait to discuss the Oakland Raiders with these guys and just have some fun. We have the host of Believe in Raiders on the Believe Podcast Network. Also contributors for Forbes and Gambling.com, former Raiders writer, my man, Bill, what's going on today? Hey, how
2: you doing? Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, man, thank you for having us on. Um, we definitely know that the, the Raiders are coming up. We, we're playing you guys. That's why we're here today. And first things first, before we actually get into anything current news for the Raiders, how are you guys still feeling about the Antonio Brown?
2: <laughs> uh, you know, um, I think the Raiders are t- doing their best to put uh, behind him, but it was a uh, it was a major uh, a major blow to the team. I mean, they took a guy out, you know, forty eight hours before the season started, and they basically he's their best player. They they revolved their deep offense around him, their off season around him. And they thought he was going to really be a a key part of everything, and because of all his antics, you know and, and they they had to release him, and it was just an, the crazy story of the NFL this year. And, you know, I, I don't know if you can say that. They've recovered because, again, just taking the best play. They're not as good as they should be on offense because of the situation. But you can look on the other hand and say, look, they should have known what was going to be going on with this guy because of his history. Um, and so it's just it, John Gruden gambled and lost.
0: Hey, Bill, it's Cody here. Um, You know, we're not going to stick too much longer on the A-B situation, but I just want to get your thoughts. Um, Ever since he left Oakland, um, it seems like things has really taken a turn for the worse. Um, You you saw everything that went down right after he signed with the New England Patriots, and as of right now, he's not with the team. So what's just your overall thought, you know, from where things began in Oakland all the way to where we stand on today?
2: Uh, You know, it's kind of a, a sad situation because it's a it's a guy who just basically blew up his career maybe he'll be play again maybe he won't but he you know he should be playing now and he should be adding to that hall of fame resume of his and he's not and it's because of his own fault and just of, of silliness and it's just a, a waste a waste of income for him and his family and just a, a waste of time for these teams and you know it's just um all self-inflicted stuff. So it's it's pretty uh, it's a pretty crazy story.
1: Currently, the Oakland Raiders are a really tough three and three team, and they are by far better than what I thought they were going to be. They still lack a pass rush, uh, however, the offensive line is better than what I thought it was going to be. Derek Carr is playing better than what I thought he would be playing, considering that you know. All of those weapons that they brought in was really based around the fact that they were going to have Antonio Brown. And I'm just super impressed by the rookie Josh Jacobs. This is a very tough Oakland team. What have you guys been able to do to stay uh, in the hunt at three and three tough in the identity of where Gruden has you guys now compared to last year?
2: Um you know it, it's a, it's an improved team from last year. Gruden is doing a better job than he did last year. It is a better roster. Um but it's a you know it's still a growing roster. It's a young roster. It's it's a roster in question. I just you know it's been a really weird 6 weeks. I'm not talking about Antonio Brown anymore here. Um they they played well in week 1 against the Broncos at home. Got trashed by Kansas City at home in week 2. Got hammered by the uh, Vikings at, on the road in week three, and then you're wondering, hey, this team isn't looking competitive right now. Is this is John Gruden, you know, even though the ten, he's a $10 million man, is he the right guy for this job? He's 5-14 and 14 since coming back. And then they have really impressive wins on the road against the Colts and the Bears. You know, Col- the Bears was in London, of course, against Quill Mack. And then they have their buy and they go on the road against the Packers and just really don't compete in the second half and get, and get blown out. And then you start looking, okay, there are are three losses here. that have all been by at least 18 points. They've only played two above average quarterbacks in Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, and they haven't done well at all. So who are they? You know, what, what are they? We, We just, don't know. I think they took advantage of uh, a really banged up Colts team, and they took advantage of Chase Daniel against the Bears. And that's no knock on them. You, that you, you play who you play, and, and sometimes you get breaks. Um, but I think I, I, we'll, we'll learn more about the Raiders as the season goes. I think they'll stay competitive in the AFC, and certainly Patrick Mahomes is out for a while, so that will help. That potentially will help the Raiders stay in the hunt. But I think it's just there's still a, a work in progress.
1: Definitely think it's a work of progress, but I can say the overall makeup of the team is much better than what it was last year in Gruden's yeah, first Yeah, they're year.
2: definitely they're more competitive, for sure.
1: Very much more competitive. On top of that, this is just year two. Now, when you are in year two, especially a guy of Gruden's status and what he's been able to do, I've, I've never been that big of a fan of Gruden, but you have to acknowledge What he's done in his league as a head coach so whenever you're you're in year two of 10 before you even get to vegas there are some areas that you want to take your time with because you see the future and i was one of the people who said you know what this this Khalil mack trade was just just idiotic but then over time it made sense you already was not going to be a top pass rushing defense that was not going to be one of your strengths. And so he got those picks to see where he is now. Do you believe that Gruden would be able to carry
2: out the entire 10-year of his contract? Well, I mean, Mark Davis loves him. Mark Davis trusts him. Um, So, it's yeah, I mean, I think that's the plan. Um, You know, things change. But, I mean, as long as he just doesn't continue to put up you know, 4 and 12, 4 and 12, you know, the first few years in, in Vegas. Um, yeah, I think he has a chance, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, Mark Davis hired him to, to have him be there for 10 years. So, you know, Mark Davis isn't very hands on as far as decisions go. If this is John Gruden's organization. So we'll just see how that goes.
0: Yeah, most definitely. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at you guys on the defensive side of the ball, um, especially on the secondary. You, you guys seem like you have like a like I don't want to say a problem, but the secondary hasn't been too, too good so far. This defense, you guys are currently ranked in the bottom half of, of the league in receiving yards. So when you look at the matchup against the Houston Texans, what concerns you about the Raiders secondary, especially going up against um, DeAndre Hopkins, who is by far, if not the best receiver in the league?
2: Yeah, I mean it's something the Ravens are going to have to, you know, account for. Um, and in the, you know, we haven't even talked about Garan Conley trade to Texans uh, yesterday. You know, he's going to be playing for the Texans. That means Trayvon Mullen, second round pick from Clemson, is probably going to start. He's only played 14 snaps in the last three games. Um, they obviously feel that they, you know, they didn't feel like they feel like they got enough out of Conley. They don't feel like they didn't feel like. He fit they were doing so they're going to give this guy a chance so i mean you know houston is going to probably try to exploit him when they can the raiders the uh, secondary they they lost jonathan abram the first round pick the, who they took with a number 27 overall pick uh, from the dallas trade with amari cooper um he looked really good in week one uh, suffered a season-ending shoulder injury in that game so with Connolly traded and abram's out the Deep, the secondary is a little different, so I, I think that could be a real key of the game for Houston to try to exploit that, like Aaron Rodgers did and Patrick Mahomes did.
0: And I'm glad that you mentioned um, the trade for Garyon. Um For Houston's fans in general who might not be familiar with this guy, can you just explain to the Houston Texans fan base why this is a good trade and what can they expect? You know, because he hasn't really. He, in my eyes, he feel it seems like he is starting to get. He he's building on a solid career. Um, it seems like there was a couple of injuries that kept him out, and it seems like that that is what holding him back from being established as a, as a um really good corner in this league. I mean, he's still young, but over the last few years in Oakland, what have you seen from this guy? Well, he's
2: a guy that you know was very highly rated coming into the draft, considered a top fifteen pick. Ohio State right before the draft there was a rape allegation a legal rape investigation so that may have dropped him down to 24 in the Raiders they took him a couple months later he was exonerated so that he's clear in that Um, was hurt most of his rookie year I think he missed 14 games Um, been healthy the last two years he's played 23 games with the Raiders um, started 20 of them Pretty good in coverage, has some lapses like most most non-shutdown cornerbacks do. Um, not super physical. Um, you know, not great against the run. Um, that's kind of his body type. Um, but he, he does compete in the passing game. Um, there is some whispers out there reportedly that you know the Rangers may not have loved his his passion for the game I don't know if that's fair or not but he certainly gets a um he gets a a fresh start in Houston and Houston gets a a first round talent a at cornerback at a premium position to see what they can do with him and you know they'll have him under contract for the next two and a half years so it's an opportunity a third round pick is not too bad of a price and uh you know we'll see as far as the Raiders you know obviously they didn't feel great about them, and they're moving on, and they get a third-round pick. So this could be a potential win-win for both franchises.
0: Oh, most definitely. And, um, you know, you guys got a third-round pick out of it. And, you know, here on Locked On Texans, we like to call that the the money round because it seems like that's where a lot of hidden but good talent always come from. But, um, you know, we're talking about the Houston Texans. We're talking about the Oakland Raiders. I have to to, to ask you and talk to you about Derek Carr a guy who grew up here in Houston. Of course, we all know his big brother was the original starting quarterback from the Texans. Um, what, what have you seen in Derek Carr over the last few years? I mean, we remember he had that really good, that really good year, where he was an MVP candidate right before he went up, went out with the knee injury. And um, it just seems like ever since then, he hasn't really returned to that player that he was. Um, I know last year was a down year this year. Um, in my eyes, from the one game that I seen from the Raiders, he he seems like he's been playing pretty good, but it it's still not to that MVP caliber level. So you know, just just want to touch on that a little bit.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think you hit it that you know, in his third year, he was a legit MVP candidate. Got hurt, broke his ankle, week sixteen, um, ended the Raiders' season. They didn't win after that injury, and in, in, you know, in week seventeen, and then at Houston in the playoffs, of course. In the last two years, he has kind of taken a dip, and this year, if you look at the stats, they're pretty good, um, especially you know completion percentage. He's either leading or, or right up there, um, but you know the the impact and and and, and a lot of checkdowns. So he's he's still a kind of a work in progress in in John Gruden's offense too. I mean, he's had you know he lost Antonio Brown, Tyrell Williams, uh, his top receiver. Has been out the last couple of weeks, um, so he, he's been working with you know, uh, you know, n- not a complete unit, but that's just the way it goes in the NFL. Um, if you look at his stats from the Green Bay game, they look pretty good, but he threw an interception in the red zone, he fumbled the ball at the end zone, and a touchback. You know, he got a lot of tr- got a lot of static for that, but you know, and he did the same thing against Dallas in 2017 reaching out for the pylon and and fumbling it, but I don't give him too much grief for that because he's trying to make a play. Um, But yeah, he's been good, not great. And, you know, that might be his ceiling. So we'll see. I don't think the Derek Carr story in in Oakland is, is, is complete. Um, You know, I, I think it's still, I think it's basically year to year. I think they want him to be the guy. They like him as a person. They like, you know, a lot of his tools. Um, they're paying him twenty-five million dollars a year, so they want it to work out. But I, you know, I think it's something that will always be evaluated.
0: Cool, most definitely, man. And honestly, I'm, I'm I've always been rooting for Derek Carr. You know, I always hate to see injuries um just not jeopardize a career, but just change the course. Because I mean, you go back to that MVP caliber season he had; he was quickly established himself as a top tier quarterback. And um, it's just unfortunately that. Oh yeah, definitely, um, man. Yeah, it's just unfortunate that that happened to him. But, you know, I'm still rooting for him. And hopefully he can return to that sooner or later. But before we get out of here, Bill, we always like to ask our guests um, a prediction and a final score for the game on Sunday. So on Sunday, when it's all said and done, what do you have the final score?
2: Uh, I'm going to go Houston 27-20. to 20. I think it could be a good game. I think the Raiders are capable of winning any week. Um, I just think Houston is going to be pretty focused at home um, after, you know, losing a winnable game at Indy. And I think that Houston's you know, the quarterback and the receiver combination may be a little too much for the Raiders.
1: Yeah, and I also think that this will be a competitive game. I, I just like how the team is tough. I like your little brother that you try to pick on, but he fights back. It's a tough team. so. um, of course, I have the Texans winning this, this game. They're way more talented, but I think it'll be more interesting than most may think. Uh, however, we got to go ahead and get
2: out of here. Bill, where can they find you on social media in any of your work? Um, You know, I said Believe in Raiders podcast, uh, B. Williamson NFL on Twitter, Forbes, Gambling, Fansite, I just kind of do do it all these days. So I appreciate you guys having me.
1: We appreciate you for getting on. Again, check him out wherever he told you to, because we said so. We vouched for him. He's on our show. You guys are listening. Thanks, Bill. Hey, take care, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you.
0: Once again, that was Bill Williamson. Man, I just love having guests on the show, man.
1: Yeah, fun. And, you know, we, we have guests that... They dibble and dabble in everything, you know? They go, they're they going to make their money whenever they make their money. And I, I know I kind of dibble and dabble. I pick and choose different outlets and areas of life where I want to decide if I want to make money there. But I'll tell you what I've been hot on lately, and that is with my bookie. We talked about it earlier, but we just got to continue to tell you about it because we want you to win. My bookie is a place where you might as well bet on your knowledge, use your knowledge to make some money. The start of the NBA season, the NFL season, there's so much. Along with hockey, you can bet on. And my bookie is really the place you need to be. The best part is, if you join right now, my bookie will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put in $100,000, they are going to give you 100000 That's double your initial deposit. You can use all on your favorite picks. Use promo code On to activate the offer. That's promo code locked on to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. I do it. I think everybody should. Why not? Get that adrenaline rush. Like, go ahead and live a little. Go ahead and bet your rent money. Yeah. On the bears game. Yeah, let's go. Bet
0: your rent money. Go ahead. You know, bet your you life savings. You ain't got your rent money, then you behind. You're but what
1: if you hit it?
0: Up. You know? uh,
1: hey, it's 50 50. It's 50 50. It is 50 50. Uh, Thursdays, man. Thursdays. One more day before Friday, which is one more day before the weekend, before the game Sunday. Uh, and I caught a lot of flack yesterday with the Oakland Raider fans. Oh, you sure did. 26 <laughs> 13. You're lucky I ain't calling it 26 12. You only get four field goals. You're lucky. I'm a little generous right now. Some Sports Guy Hickman, of course, you can find me on Twitter, at Some Sports Guy. Cody, where can they find you? Cody Davis, and that's Cody, C O T Y D A V I S underscore 24. Don't forget to follow the Locked on Texas Twitter page and like us on Facebook. Before we get out of here, words from the wise. If you bet, you might as well bet with my bookie. They're literally giving you money back, so I think that's a win.